Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. Episode 68 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, and we're also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. This is episode 68. I know, can you believe it? We're almost there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a really exciting episode, this is, because we are talking to two beautiful people. I feel all fanboy. (laughs) You've gone all gooey, haven't you? I feel all fanboy because we're talking to two of our favourite podcasters. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to be interviewing them or they're going to be interviewing (laughs) us. They are Mr and Mrs Snow. This is the first ever transatlantic Vanilla to Vixen. We've gone all international. I know. They're in America. They are. Um, I'm not going to say which part. You can listen to their their show. Their show is called Scheduling Sin by Snow Milf. And they are Mr. and Mrs. Snow, spelled S-N-O, no W. (laughs) (laughs) And they're they're just beautiful people. We're talking about friendships and we're going to be talking about the swinging lifestyle, the naughty hobby, as we call it. Exactly. I'm really excited about this one. Well, we were lucky enough to be invited to their podcast, weren't we? I know, yeah. We, we went on their podcast, Scheduling Sin, ooh, quite, quite a few episodes ago. Yeah. They've, they've done about 16 episodes yes. at the time of uh, this episode 68 of Vanilla to Vixen. Um, so, yeah, we're talking to them and they're just beautiful, beautiful people. Uh, Tina Von Teese has gone on their show. Yeah. So we've had a few people that have been on our show have been on their show. Uh, and we just thought it'd be a lot of fun to do like a crossover. You know, I'll get them on and, and just talk about the differences as well between swinging over here in the UK and swinging in the USA. Yeah. And you never know. Podbean or perhaps Spotify or iTunes, they, they might get us all together. We might be on the next next Netflix. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting carried away. I'm getting all carried away. <laughs> Talking of friendships, do you know the, the, the difference between men's friendships and women's friendships? No. You don't know the difference? No. Well, if a woman didn't come home one night, the next day she tells her husband she slept over at a friend's house, the man could call her ten best friends and none of them would know about it. But on the other hand, if a man didn't come home one night, the next day he tells his wife that he'd slept over at a friend's house and the woman called ten of his best friends, eight of them would confirm that he slept there and two of them would claim that he was still there. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't condone that kind of not behavior at all not at all we're all about good communication and that's what we're going to be talking about with mr and mrs snow now just before you you need to calm down just, a yeah, little bit I, I do feel a little bit like zebedee bouncing around you are aren't you you're a little bit tigger yeah yeah um we just need to remind people that uh the next vanilla to vixen event yes it's on saturday the 11th of november it is saturday the 11th of november which is remembrance day um here in the uk so we thought we'd give it a nice kind of remembrance day flavor yes with a red white or blue or red white and blue whichever takes your fancy (laughs) so we're asking all our guests it's going to be at liberty elite our favorite place and it's going to be a party for couples and single ladies yes and we're giving it a red white and blue theme so we're asking all guests to turn up in something red white or blue exactly and that could be um either your underwear or your your top clothes or You, you could come in red with with blue underwear underneath yeah you could combine Whatever it. takes your fancy. Oh, I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> now, the guest list is still open, although it is filling up nicely. It's getting quite full, actually. It is. So, don't dilly-dally. No, we, we restrict the numbers now. Yes. Because we had January last year was called the Mosh Pit Party. <laughs> <laughs> because there was too many people there. It was heaving. So we restrict the numbers. So get in early. You can contact us on Fab Swingers. We are Naughty Couple, spelled N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. Or you can contact us via email, Naughty Couple, N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1 at yahoo.com. You do not need to be a hardened swinger. To come, to come to this party. If you're interested in the lifestyle, if you want to just know what it's all about, perhaps you, you just got that little bit of intrigue. You know, you and your wife are like interested in being voyeurs and just want to watch. You just might, might want to just dip your toe. Exactly. This is the party for you. It is. I'm not sure if there's any rooms left at Liberty Elite because you can stay over at Liberty Elite. Um, if not, there are very good hotels very close by. If you email us... We will tell you the location of the secret hotel where <laughs> a lot of naughty hobbyists stay at. <laughs> but we're not saying it on air. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's a great sort of place to meet like-minded people. It is. And it's a fabulous night and there's, it's really good fun. There's no pressure on anyone. It's just, yeah, it's just great fun. And you get to meet me and Mr. N. Mm. And you might meet delicious Debs. And the lovely Roxy. Yes, Roxy will be there. Yeah. So, yeah, you could meet all of them. Talking of Roxy, we'll be talking a little bit about Roxy. Our eagle-eyed or what's the kind of ear thing equivalent of (laughs) eagle-eyed? I'm trying to think. I have no idea what you're talking about. A bat has amazing earring, doesn't it? If if you're (laughs) bat-eared, our bat-eared listeners... Our bat-eared listeners might sort of uh, realise that Roxy's not been on the show for a few weeks. Yes. And we'll be telling you why. It's been been very exciting. Yes. And we'll tell you why Roxy's had an absence. Yes. And uh, that's all quite exciting stuff. So um, we'll be talking about that maybe next week. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. In the meantime... Do we need to get the, the oars out? Have I got to get in the rowing boat uh, to go across the pond? Fire up Concord. <laughs> I'm not bloody going in a dinghy. <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> I thought we could do a bit of a Robinson Crusoe thing. No, it's too much like hard work. <laughs> 
Yeah, bloody Concord. I'm, I'm, I want to be like Bono <laughs> in, in Live Aid. Was it Bono that flew over No, there? it was Phil Collins. Oh, I've, I mucked that up you now. You did. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to be Phil Collins. Get Concord out. Let's fire the plane up. Let's go transatlantic. Woohoo! And now joining us on Vanilla to Vixen, I am so excited. This is like a world exclusive. It is. <laughs> this is so exciting. So it's our favourite podcasters all the way from the other side of the pond. <laughs> <laughs> the big pond. The big pond. The big, the big pond. pond. Mr. and Mrs. Snow. Yay! <laughs> Thank We're you. so excited We're to be here. So excited to be here. Oh, we love being so a part of this. Glad to uh, get you podcast. on here, my God. Honestly. So yeah, you you are definitely our favourite um, podcasters when um, we listen to, and it's funny because everybody. We, we meet, well, not everybody, that, that sounds rather big heady, but some, some people, actually one person we met about it. About, <laughs> wow, we went from everybody to yeah. some well, people to one. Person, wow. I'll one, take it. Honestly, it's, it's met, good. One person we met about six months ago came up to us and went, oh, I'm so giddy meeting Mr. and Mrs. N. And that's how I feel now, meeting yes. Mr. and Mrs. Snow. Exactly. We, I mean, we were lucky enough that you um, you invited us on to your podcast a while ago. Yes. Um, and then we've been trying to arrange to get you on ours. And life and everything else just yeah, gets in the just way. Kind of gets in the way. Yeah. We, we finally managed to coordinate, haven't we? Right. So, my first question to you is: Here we go. How I'm on, so nervous right now. <laughs> I know. It's like I have to like breathe. How on earth did you get into this? What inspired you to to suddenly start getting into the naughty hobby? It was all Mister Snow. <laughs> it usually well, is. It usually yeah. is. Okay, so actually what it was, and, and I, I remember a lot of the detail of this. Yeah, he would. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. So the we had, well, we, Mrs. Snow had started reading the Fifty Shades of Grey books. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is always a little Which, while ago. Th- this was quite a while ago. And, and until the, up to this point, I don't even know. Had we, f- I'm not even sure. Okay. Up to this point, the most that we had done from a, from a hobby perspective at all is I had asked her a number of times during play to oh. tell me about previous experiences that she had had. Okay. He was very interested in wanting to hear about me with like my previous boyfriends or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. he wanted me to like, and at the time I really didn't understand like why he wanted this, but he wanted like excruciating detail. <laughs> and then, then I realized, um, and it started off with, Hey, what worked? <laughs> but it was it was very clear he was getting very excited hearing about these things. Yeah, and my phrase back then was "the truer the better." Right. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it, so that was kind of our our beginning interest in some right. of these things. But and I think we had kind of like from the books, we obviously like slowly thought about kink or talked about it, and we I think maybe. We did some blindfold play, which looking back, looking back was on it, so we did some very, so very, very amateur, kink. amateur stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> like, it yeah, was, it was um, not impressive. No, um, but I but, will say that period of time when you were reading those books was a excellent period of my life. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, he's pretty stoked. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming so, what we're meaning by that is that, you know, it kind of got you a little hot under the collar. Yeah, I think he was pretty excited that I was pretty, pretty uh, horned up. <laughs> interestingly, interestingly, your book had the same effect. It did. Did it? Yeah. When I started, yes. 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 Because he would be like, well, what, what happened today with, with, <laughs> with Mrs. N? Oh, yeah. And I would tell him and he would, and then they would just be over. <laughs> it, it, it. So thank you for that. No, that you're very, very well. welcome. Um, so, so the, um, we, she was reading these books and I, um, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how I connected these dots, but I found a club on the internet that was in a nearby town. Right. And I remember calling her while I was at work um, away on a business trip. And I called her. And I, I can even remember where I was pacing on the sidewalk having this conversation with you. But I called and I said, hey, I, I found this club. And, and here's what it is. I don't know anything about it. And I couched it as, do you want to try it? Do you want to go? And with the caveat that... We have no idea what this is like. We don't know what we're getting into. And we had no concept of what the lifestyle or swingers were. Like, I didn't, in my head, connect the dots that this club was a quote-unquote swinger club as much as it was just like an open... Yeah, we didn't know. Like, just like just a very open place for sexual exploration. Kind yeah. Of yeah, and we didn't yeah. know. And, yeah. and the, the vibe was, we, we both agreed to this, we'll go, Yeah, and if it's... <clears throat> a place that we don't want to be for whatever reason, we will have a good laugh and we'll go to dinner and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. I suppose um, that, to start off with, I think that's probably a good way of looking at it. Cause obviously, you know, we, we talk very much about when you go to places like clubs and things that you don't go with any expectations. Um, right. But we remember obviously the first time we went to a club and oh my goodness, we were so scared. I suppose, yeah. I suppose that's one question as well. I would love to ask and I'm sure probably our listeners would be interested is how different is it over there compared to over here? Yeah. Well, what I, what I can tell you, having listened to your show a lot, um, I, I told you earlier, you guys are the, one of the only other lifestyle podcasts or hobby podcasts that we listen to. And so it seems to me not having been over there, which will hopefully, which will hopefully we'll, cor we'll correct that problem. Um, don't, don't tease us. Don't tease us. <laughs> I get the impression that the, well, I, I have to say it this way. We haven't been to that many clubs, but what the club environment that we have been to is quite loud, um, you know, with a dance floor and music and things yeah. like that. And so <clears throat> I get the impression that there's not as much, conversational opportunity yeah in the club environment here as what i perceive that you have there it depends it, it was it, a dark desires night at liberty elite's pretty loud <laughs> <laughs> well and maybe maybe i'm wrong about that not having been in both places but yeah. the i i did not we we had a hard time talk wouldn't you say like we kind of had a hard time really talking with people yeah. in the club yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's not really a good place to meet people per se. Which, which when um, you think about it, that is a place that you go to, to meet people. To meet people. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, those, those clubs might want to question perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the, 
It, Mr. Snow it, has joked that, that one day, one thing in our lives we're going to own a yeah a, we're going to own a club. So every, everybody has their their name already planned out. Everybody yeah. has their own <laughs> swingers club name. I've got several. Well, what's your name? Um, I'm I'm kind of like. I, I suppose we've talked about this, haven't we? Vanilla to Vixen. Yes. The Golden Pineapple is another one. Ooh, Ooh. that's a good one. I don't know. I, I make them up daily. <laughs> yeah. So so we but but here's the thing. What one of the things for us that was different, and I and I have to couch it this way. We when we went, we were not really contemplating other people mm. no that had never crossed our mind it was very much a they can do whatever they want we we'll, maybe we'll watch but it was very much just about the two of us yeah, yeah. we vaguely chatted a little bit about what we might do right. with someone else or one thing or another but that was all fantasy talk at the time yeah, yeah. it really yeah. wasn't so what we were so I, I will have to say this so what we were after had a lot more to do with she and I mm-hmm. in a very sexual environment um, doing our own thing together, mm. um, which is even more advanced than it was the first time we went because we had no idea what to expect. And I will tell you that having no hobby insight, which mm-hmm. we did not, mm-hmm. we knew nothing about any of this, and we went to a club, and I'm telling you that around midnight, it got very interesting. <laughs> right? You need to elaborate uh, on that. <laughs> well... We we laughed because after we left the club at two in the morning and I looked at her and I think I said something along the lines of, I can't believe I've reached a point where I see people naked and playing and it doesn't really get my attention. <laughs> There's just been so much of it that it's just <laughs> so 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 did, wow. it, did it initially not turn you on like you thought it would or what was going through your mind what were you feeling or well I think what I mean by that is just it, it that club in particular it was everywhere oh okay there were okay. people everywhere I mean they were I mean like there Which was we a, were not of, we were not offended by that in any way. No, it's just it was, that we had reached a saturation point that it's like, right. oh look, there's more people having oh, yeah. sex. Yeah. having sex, and they're doing this, and there's this naked person, and there's this person eating asshole. And it's yeah. just like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. 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 We've done but no, to you, we, we, we had a phenomenal time that first time. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, we've done exactly the same thing where we've done a whole weekend, and by the end of it it was actually more erotic to see people with their clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little, little imagination. Actually. So what, what is interesting, and, and this may be fast forwarding some, but in our story, the, we started out with the sex. Yeah. This, this, the life the, the hobby for us started out purely as play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really, between us. I mean, we weren't looking for other people. We, we weren't specifically looking for that. And, and over a significant amount of time, it has morphed so much into the community and getting to know people. We, we really didn't even know that part of it existed. Well, we really love your take on it when you talk about evolve and evolution mm-hmm. and our experience and our just kind of our mindset about, um, you know, the lifestyle, the hobby, all the things that we do, you know, it's very much evolved so much. I I think when you go into this, I think it would be very 
um, naive of somebody to believe that it, mm-hmm. it won't change them. Because I think right. I think it does change people. We, we see it all the time. Hopefully, always for the better. Mm. But I'm sure right. you know some some experiences are negative, um, and obviously people don't stay in in the, the hobby. Um, and I guess it's different if you're a couple because if you're a couple, you experience it together. But sometimes it's quite interesting watching single people go into it, and then they'll sometimes kind of wander off into relationships, won't they? Mm-hmm. And, and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely didn't have that thought when we went into it. You know, like if you had told me that this was really going to change us or or change our mindset or make us closer or whatever, like I would just kind of be like, what are you talking about? We're already super close. Yeah, and no, no, looking back, that. it's yeah. like, wow. Yeah, I get that because obviously when me and Mr. N, you know, decided to sort of go on that journey and mm-hmm. and it was the same because you, you know, you you feel already that you, you're as strong as, as you can possibly be. Right, um, right. And so it's a bit of a shock to think that you could possibly love somebody more than you already do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I agree with you. It was like it, that came as a bit of a shock, you know, to us as well. Um, well, we always joke that like we have really good sex. And then again, looking back and you're like, wow, we didn't even begin to engage in like just the amount of sexual energy and exploration and like... It, you know what it is? It's it's we had never really engaged our brains as much in our sex life than we did when we really engaged in here. Yeah. Yes, that is massively true. Do you know what I mean? Like when yeah. we first started in in that club environment and in the hobby, I would say it was I would describe it as very superficial. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. very. We were going to this environment as something fun to do. Yeah. But it wasn't. We didn't see it as a as a culture. We didn't see it as a a community. We just saw it as something fun to do. Mm-hmm. And th- learning that there is a culture to this and there is a community to this. And that, uh, it started out as, like I say, it started out very superficial, but it has grown to a, a depth that I never expected. Right. I guess, I guess the old saying is, you don't know what you don't <clears throat> know. Right. And so, like you say, when you, when you go into it, people go into it for different reasons obviously it's always really the the sexual um sort of images and ideas that people have is the reason they go into it because that's right primarily primarily sort of what it's about but i guess what you don't expect to get is the friendships um it's not why you stay necessarily exactly. but it's why you yeah. get yeah, there yeah sure. exactly and i think because it's it's normally perceived in a way that it's just all about sex Right. It's it, you're absolutely right. It's not until you start sort of dabbling in the hobby that you start mm-hmm. to realize that it's so much more than that. Right. And it's and I think this is what's lovely about, you know, your podcast and our podcast is that that's the message that we we're, we're sort of getting out to to people that it isn't what you think it is. It's it's right. so much more. So much more. Yeah. I mean and and naively and I would have said the same thing a year and a half ago, two years ago, you know, I'd be like, well, that's not something that we want to engage in. But as we have evolved and we have continued to have the conversations that we've had, we've listened to your podcast and just had experiences. Like it's just been such an amazing journey. It's been so much fun. So you, if, so if after you, the, if, after that first trip to the club, did, did you kind of sit down and have a conversation and sort of say to yourselves, okay, well, you know, we've kind of dipped a toe. Um, 
this is the way we kind of want to go? Or did you just... I mean, I, yes and no. I mean, I, we definitely had a lot of conversations following that. And I think it was very much looking back on, we almost used it to, for our own sexual pleasure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. thinking about, oh, remember when we did this? And remember when we saw this? And, well, you know, that had, kind of thing. We a bit of a slow start. Uh, yeah, I agree. We, we, that first club visit, that was years ago. Yeah. I, I think it was before. It was right after our. It was about first seven was years ago. Yeah, it was about seven <laughs> so years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, and and we so that club visit happened, and then the next one was spaced out by several months at mm-hmm. least, and then again after that, and then we didn't actually participate in clubs or anything for well a few years while the right. kid, you know the kids were really young, and and so like like she said we were kind of feeding off of those experiences mm-hmm. but we hadn't really come back to it it really wasn't until this year until really january was or it, so uh, was it just this year it feels like this it's year so much that, we, that we really engaged with it right well i guess last year you had put us on um sls, SLS yeah which, which is, is which is the american version of like fab i think oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was, that was my next question so over here we have fab swingers yeah. Now, Fab Swingers kind of dominates the UK. It's quite an old, um, quite quite an old looking website. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But it, in fairness, it's because it's the oldest social media within sort of that caters for the naughty hobby. Everybody's on it. It's, it's like that Facebook. Everybody started on Facebook, kind of thing. So, so everybody's still on Facebook, <laughs> right? Right. Because all their friends are. Um, so, Fab Swings is still one of the biggest over here. What What do you guys use over there? Do you have like a, a primary uh, social media for for swingers, or do you have? Is it a mixture of different uh, apps and things? I, mean, I know there's SLS, which is SLS swinger. is probably the biggest. biggest? Yeah. I'd probably say it's most comparable to Fab Swingers. Yeah. What what I have noticed is that a lot of people, and I've I've kind of gotten the gist of the same sort of thing maybe about Fab Swingers, is that people often start out on SLS, and that's kind of where they get going, and then as they evolve and as they develop relationships and friendships and stuff they depend on SLS less and less and less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they <clears throat> migrate to more niche um, social media things like, for example, maybe your Discord yeah. or, mm-hmm. uh, or FetLife or things like that. They kind of, they maybe start in SLS and then they migrate out to um, whatever community they gravitate towards. But I, I agree. I think SLS is kind of the, the big one in our area. There's another couples that have, that have really kind of started up to compete with them, but mm. are they I so? Is, are SLS are they like countrywide for you guys, or is it because obviously your yeah. areas are a lot bigger than ours over here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they they but are. You can it's, filter it, I think, within like a hundred miles or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, it has those. You know, you can. It'll show you people within so many miles of where you are. And that they kind also of have thing. the feature, like if we were to go on vacation yeah. to a different city, yeah, we could put out like a hot date request yeah. or something, and it would do it based on that location yeah. well so we've had a little bit of luck with that sort of a system but and we have had a couple we've met a couple of people mm-hmm. that way it is it is like fishing in the ocean though <laughs> because <laughs> oh we know that is, feeling <laughs> it, it is uh, well and it's so many things we just for example we just met a person who seems like a, a really interesting person but they are close to two hours away. Yeah. Right. 
And for us, we have kids and we are busy and all these things. And, and for us, we have learned that people that are much further than a 30 minute drive away, it's, it's, it, it almost doesn't work. It doesn't because happen. Yeah. It, it, the meets never happen, really. No. Well, they don't happen. And, and one of the things I, we haven't encountered this, but I'm very sensitive to it. I don't want a person to meet with us and say, hey, I came all this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Kind and, of and puts then have added certain pressure, pressure to that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I understand that. Yeah. So, like, over, over here, obviously, you know, the listeners know that we talk about Liberty Elite a lot. You know, it's our favorite, it's one of our favorite clubs that we go to. Um, and we tend to, because we kind of evolved from having home meets to then having club meets, and we actually found the club meets were probably easier. Um, so there's, there's less pressure. Yeah. If, if, sure. if, if, if you feel that the chemistry is not working yeah. in a club, you could just gently wander off and go, right, I'm just operating right. to get a drink. <laughs> well, and the fish are in a barrel, they're not in the ocean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Oh, gosh. He's like the king of like, like combining really bad dad jokes. With, oh, well, he's in with like, Mrs. Snow. He's in good company with Mr. N, don't you think? Oh, my gosh. A, a dad swinger. I'm a dad swinger. Oh, my God. This is, I, I, do you know how I'm feeling right now? Do you know how I'm feeling? You know, all, all of a sudden, this astrophysics and everybody's talking about the multiverse and there's infinite universes. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're us on the other side of the pond. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's so funny you say that. I listen to this, and, and a, a lot of the things, Mr. N, that you say, I sit there, and uh, I, most of the time I listen to you guys when I'm driving, and I'll sit there in my car, and I'll be like, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my spirit animal. Yeah. It's, we are, we are, our dynamic is very, very similar to yours. Right, and I would say the same thing about Mrs. N. Yeah. Like, you know, when she and I obviously have talked, but also in listening to her and her experience and what she thinks about things and how she experiences them, I'm like, yeah, that makes, yep, we're there. Yeah. And, and one of the things I have to say that I love about your podcast, the Snow Milf podcast, is just how honest you are. Um, you portray everything um, seemingly so so accurate. If, if something hasn't really worked for you, you will say it, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't sugarcoat it. And I think that's really important when you, when you portray in the lifestyle. And that's one of the things we did when we began the podcast was we wanted to, to sort of say to people who were thinking about going into it or just looking at it, um, is it's not all <laughs> swings and roundabouts. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not all kittens and rainbows. It can't be. And, and, and um, so what, what made you decide, okay, you, you enjoy doing the naughty hobby you've had some great meets what then what on earth just made you decide okay let's publicly say this although it's not it was all mr snow (laughs) (laughs) i I don't know if you've caught on to that i I get blamed for a lot you're responsible for a lot (laughs) um you know mr snow and i obviously you know we talk all the time and we have very good communication and we just have so much fun bantering back and forth with each other um and we just we just have fun and there have there were a lot of times that we would talk about things and we would kind of make these jokes or kind of have these grand discussions about experiences and we would just and mr snow would say we need to record this we need to record this um (laughs) And it was kind of just a joke for a while, like, oh, well, we do our podcast, <laughs> you know, because we're middle-aged white people. So what else do you do? You do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we joked about this. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. We joked about this for years. For a while, yeah. Not, not necessarily just about the hobby, but just in general. Because Mrs. About Snow and I... About parenting and about Mrs. all kinds Snow of stuff. Mrs. Snow and I just talk. Yeah. We, we, we went to this hotel takeover that we went to. It, it's in Cincinnati... Ohio, it's a four-hour drive for us. We did not turn the radio on in either direction. Yeah. Wow. Because um, we just talk. Yeah. We just talk. And and I've never met a person that I'm so connected to. Yeah. And That's beautiful. It is. We just talk. <laughs> it's just, um, it's such a, I almost want to say it's such a privilege to be in a relationship like that because you know, not everybody's relationship is that way. And, yeah. and I know that's how I feel about me and Mr. N. I feel incredibly lucky to have yeah. found my soulmate. Um, you know, I, I was in a marriage previously and I have openly talked about it and, and how it broke mm. down and everything. So, you know, to cling on to him, <laughs> which I do frequently, um, because it's it's like I don't think I'll ever get this opportunity again to to have that one person that just is my everything, and and I get yeah. that feeling with you too, and it's just. I think unless you're kind of, you have that, I think it's very difficult for some people to appreciate, and I, and I know that we've had people in our probably our vanilla world that don't really get us they don't understand us yeah have you ever experienced that if you like obviously you're very very close and and people go, well oh, what's the you secret know, to your marriage yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know and 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 i and i we don't take it for granted. We try not to. I mean, it's, it's easy to at times. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes when you go out with your girlfriends, and they're all bitching about their husbands, about whatever, you know, and I just kind of like, nah, yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah, you know, it's and it's never and I it's never been work for us. It's no. never been hard. Have there been moments that have been more challenging that we've had to, to work through? Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's just every relationship. But I can honestly say there has never been a moment since I've been with him, even before we were married mm. that I thought, I don't, I mean, I don't want to not, I don't, there's never a moment I don't want to not be with him or say, I call him or tell him about what happened today, but it's never been, hard work you know what i mean yeah. like it's yeah it's just never it's just been natural even and when then, he says he wants to do these crazy podcasts about, <laughs> uh, about know, his sex I, life even, and, <laughs> because she does secretly, it willingly i don't i don't there's no duress <laughs> yeah yeah he's not really dragging me kicking and screaming it's and because I, he, if you he, listen to the shows too she's getting more into it <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. If I said the same thing about Mrs. N when we yeah. began doing anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly he's going to want to take some notes from your book because. Oh, I get that on Father's Day. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That's when he gets anal on Father's Day. That's the best thing about Father's Day. And he Father's says to me, you know, Father's Day is coming up. I say it it's all like year December. Long. I say it all year long. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. But it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, you know what it is? I, I think, and we talked about this. I don't, it's hard to find people that have a relationship that just completely trust, 100% trust, yeah. can be vulnerable with their person and 
we have that level of just respect. You, um, I mean, your level of communication was obviously really good even before you, yeah. you entered this naughty hobby. But do you feel that it's enhanced it or given you a new depth of communication or do you, do you look back and think wow we thought it was good communication before but it's on another how, how do you think it's changed your, your communication in any way I think yes and no yes it has but I think it's we're much more open to the idea of having conversations that are not easy mm. okay yeah I, that's very true and we've also we've also learned how we process things yeah which we do this is one thing we do. We do process things a little bit differently. Yeah. I am a sort of information seeker. Yes. When, when we have something happen, uh, if we have a, a, a difficult meetup or, or something like that. This is even true in your life. <laughs> yeah. I am, I am the kind of person who I want to, to bounce that ball off of a lot of people. Right. Like experts our, or people that know more. Yeah. Yeah. People that are experienced, people that have been around, people that have done it before. Um, whereas Mrs. Snow is more internal in that she likes to have those conversations just with us. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes that I have to be very cognizant of that yeah. because she can be sometimes I think a little bit hurt. Yeah. If if she feels as though, well, we've had this happen. Why are you talking about it with other people and not with me? Right. Yeah. 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 And so you know, and that's not intentional by any stretch. I absolutely want to talk about it with her, but I, 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 uh, just my personality is that I will also talk about it with other people. Mm -hmm. So. From a communication standpoint, we've we've learned more about how we process things mm -hmm. and how to best take care of each other and as each other is doing that. Ultimately learning about yourselves, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, it is. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the, the other sides of this, too, is, and we've talked about this on our show, we had, there's one particular meetup that we had, and it was a, it was a threesome with another guy, and this other guy physically is taller, bigger, larger than me. And she <clears throat> did not hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way how and, you describe that. <laughs> and, was it, um, I, I, it was, it was okay. Was this kind of like further on in your meets or how many meets? Were no, this yeah, is one it, of our first. Well, it was um, our first, it was post going to clubs and stuff. Right. But it was really our first Official. Um, yeah, right. yeah. we, we, we didn't. I didn't have to wait long before we found a guy with bigger girth and bigger length. And yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly that happens. <laughs> you know, you feel good about yourself until you don't. But the, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> so, so this happened, and and I will say we were, and, and and to to some extent this was dumb luck, but we were very very lucky in our first meetup mm -hmm. that the person we connected with was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah he was he's, wonderful. He's an yeah. excellent person. He, we're still friends with this person today. That is so, um, that's just the same as us. That's so similar. It's, it's quite spooky really. But yeah. and I think, I think on the end of that, and we've, we've joked and, and laughed about it, but I think you actually learn then that your partner isn't with you for, physical the physical attributes so much there's something 
deeper. Um, that's it's just. That's I'm going to say apparently it, not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, that's just one part of it. But yeah. Your relationship as a couple, there's so many more elements to it. But, but you can say that. You can say that to your partner. And it's something that, that you, I always say there's a big difference between reading something and actually learning something. And, yeah. and so you can say to your partner all the time, you know, the, all the different things that you love about them. But until you actually experience something like your partner having sex with somebody, like you say, who's a tall, dark, handsome guy, you know, well endowed. And then you, you, you actually realize sort of the depths that they love you. That's a very, very powerful thing. Well, it is. And in this case, what happened was I, I will admit, and I, we were, we talked about it even that night mm -hmm. that it was difficult for me to know that clearly she loved it. She had a phenomenal experience and I did too. I don't mean to suggest that I was in the corner crying, that's <laughs> not the case. but, but I did walk away with feelings I did not expect. Right. I felt things like, well, geez, I can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I don't have this, I don't have that. And, and you start to kind of get self-conscious like, Oh geez, you know, she really loved that and I can't do it. And, and at first that was difficult and but through that communication, through talking, and and I, she was reassuring, and it, we came to this point where I was, and I was already this, there, but I I was happy for her that she'd had such a great experience, and I was comfortable in that happiness because I knew that we were still very solid. Mm. Yeah. I, I remember well, Mr. N and, and I have had conversations where Mr. N said to me, you know, I, I can't fuck you like that if, I, if I've been with yeah. another guy. And I've always replied with, but I don't want you to. That's not what yeah. I want from you. Well, sex with another person and sex with your husband is just, it, they're not comparable. Exactly. Yeah. And, dis and despite yeah. that's true, you say that and, and, I would receive that as I understand what you're saying, but it is still difficult on some level to watch the person that you love be pleasured in a way that you physically cannot produce. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that, that's I, something you have to grapple yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. Bit. And, and I've gone through that myself because my whole thing with Mr. N being with another woman was the thought of him being in um, somebody else's pussy when he couldn't be in mine because of right. my problem. Right. And and sure. that has been a hang up for me for a very, very long time because it was like, well, she's then giving him something I can't. But ultimately, see, I think you get to a stage where although it's not you physically giving uh, doing the fucking or or whatever you are in a way giving your partner that experience with another person right to, yes to me, absolutely to me, that, that's how i see it yeah absolutely you're supporting your person and having this experience because it's not about the intimacy that you have in the relationship with your partner it's just purely sexual mm. yeah yeah and that's I, different i i have come around to this idea that i want my wife to have mind-blowing sex in her life and god love you for it <laughs> you're welcome thank, thank you thank you i think that might be the first time you said that i want my wife to have mind-blowing sex in her life because let's face it you only go around once yeah. yeah yeah and and her having had that experience 
does not in any way take away from ours. No, exactly. absolutely not. And, and, and you are part of that experience because you're talking about right. it afterwards, you're sharing it with, with your partner. Yeah. So although the physical act is with somebody else, and this is, I think this is what, where vanilla people, as we call them, the muggle world, we call it the, the muggle, muggle world. Um, I don't think they get this. You know, you, you will get, you'll often hear, oh, well, swinging is, is a license to cheat. And it's so far removed from that because right. obviously cheating is something that you're not sharing with your partner. You're going off and you're doing something which could be conceived as a selfish act that you're doing for self-pleasure. But with swinging, you're sharing the most intimate sexual act with other people and you're sharing that together. And mm-hmm. that, that is the, the huge difference, isn't it? Well, you are. And, and one thing I always point out in that context is that cheating by definition is breaking the rules. Mm, yeah. Right? We have rules. Mm, right. she, my, my wife and I are still capable, even though we are swingers, uh, which I think that term is sort of hilarious. But <laughs> I, I, I hate that 70s, word. I really hate that word. I always that think word. of like 1970 and Shaggy. I know. Hobbyists. Definitely. We are frequent fuckers. So <laughs> the. Um, we are. Hashtag we FF. Are still, yeah, <laughs> we are still capable of cheating on each other. Sure. I mean, despite our involvement yeah. in this lifestyle or this hobby and this this community, we're still very well capable of of doing that. And, and, and um, we've we've spoken to couples as well before where it can almost happen accidentally as well. Right. So. Yeah, haven't we? Where we've been in the club, and we, we've seen couples that you know can can get a little bit upset because somebody has kind of accidentally overstepped the mark. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's something that they, they then have to go and work out with themselves, which is why we always and we bang on about it week after week. Good communication before you go off to a club or before you go for a meet because it's so easy to, to overstep those boundaries and it's very, it's obviously difficult to communicate once you're, you're in a room with four or more people. Yeah. When your pants are off, yeah. you're not making decisions. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But also not, you have those not, conversations with your pants yeah. on. So Mr. Snow, <laughs> whose pants are currently off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not wearing any pants. Yeah. So I guess my decisions are highly questionable. From here on out. But I also think that, that could we talk about obviously after the event and everything and the debrief that you have. And I think the debrief is just as important as the communication yeah before it happens because sometimes you <laughs> when you're in the throw of things it's not that easy to suddenly have a conversation mm-hmm. um and sometimes I think people think oh you know I can't say it I don't I don't I feel uncomfortable saying it but you know something's upset me or I feel uncomfortable about something you then need to have that debrief to let the other person mm-hmm. know it's so important Otherwise, you, you're never going to be able to get to a stage where you, you're both really comfortable with mm-hmm. who you're playing with, how you're playing and all that. And sometimes you need to figure out individually what you really think about things. Yeah. You know, because I think when you have an initial thought, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that's how you feel per se. You know, sometimes you need some time to just think about it and and really like put it in context. And Well, and it's important not to project and I'm guilty of this, so I say this with experience. It is important not to project your own wants and desires on your partner. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. That, I, um, I mean, we see that so many times with messages we get. And one of the most common 
ones from single guys, well, sorry, not from single guys, but from guys who are on Fab Swingers. Um, and they've got a single account and they'll say, how do I get my wife into this? Right. Which is the most ridiculous question because it's like, don't ask, what are you talking to me for? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask yeah. me. Ask to wife. And, and if your wife doesn't want to be in it, then she doesn't want to be in it. She's, she's not right. on the same page as you. Um, it's, it's something that, which I will acknowledge for a person who is interested. That's a tough spot. Yeah. yeah incredible. And yeah. We, we've had real upsetting messages. So sort of over the past 12 months that we've got where, where the guy has, has really tried that they've not, there's been some sort of relationships where the guy said, look, you know, my wife just isn't into sex, but then the wife has said, you know, they can go off and, and do it as long as, they don't know about it. And and the guys are almost kind of breaking their hearts over that mm. because that just not makes... Because that's not what they want. No. They want to... They want to enjoy the experience with their partner. Because if, if, you're telling, if you're telling your partner you can go off and do it as long as I don't know about it, that's more or less saying... That's that's rejection, isn't it? In a, mm. in a weird kind of way, that's that's mm. a, a rejection for the guy. That's very difficult. I think, I think if you're a couple um, and you want to be in the Naughty Hobby... You can't afford to be selfish. Hmm. I think it's it's yeah. something that there is compromise there. I think that's a very good point. I think I think it, if you are selfish to agree, it will come back and bite you on yeah. the arse later down in the line. Yeah. You know, you will often find that that it will come back on you. It's, it's like a karma um, because it's such a selfless community. Mm. One of the things I notice in the in a lot of the. Uh, episodes that I've listened to Vanilla to Vixen. And this is something I can relate to very, very deeply myself is Mrs. N had some difficulty with the idea of you, Mr. N playing with another woman. Yeah. And it, this came up in a, a variety of the episodes and it was clear that it was something that Mrs. N was grappling with mm-hmm. and, and, and at a deep level and throughout uh, Mr. N, and I, I will commend you for this. Your position was very much, I don't care if it ever happens. I'm having so much fun. I'm here with you. I'm here with my person. Whether I play with another woman or not is inconsequential. Yeah. And I was, I, and I'm still so touched by that in that you're here for for all of the right reasons. You're here with your person. Right. You're respecting your person's feelings. You're not pushing. You're not encouraging. You're not teasing her about it. Mm-hmm. You're very upfront and, and you're clearly having a great time, whether that happens or not. Although I understand now that has happened yeah. <laughs> and it sounded like it was okay. <laughs> it, it, it was, it but, was, it, do you know what? The, the truth is that, that, um, and I've not really talked about this on the podcast, so I'm going to share it with you guys. The truth is, as I went down, there's a, there's a corridor to, to the big playroom at Liberty Elite. And Mrs. N was literally forcing me. I'm not making this up. She was actually go off and go off and get fucked. God my love you, Mrs. My N. My wife says that too, but that's not what she means. <laughs> you mean you mean when your wife went to go off and get fucked? There wasn't a, a naked woman on the other side of the corridor. Sadly not. But, but, he's so just it's just poor, poor Mr. Snow. <laughs> he's so neglected. But but on, on the serious kind of thing, as I went down that corridor. Door, there was a little voice in my head going, 
does she really mean this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Will she be upset when I get back? Um, is she expecting me to not do it? You know, which is a really ridiculous. You kind of thing thought that think. for a minute that I w- I was probably testing you. Yeah, which. And, and I mean, obviously, one thing you never do in this lifestyle is test your partner because no. you both, you, you you know, you're on you're on a hide into to, to nothing. You know, it will it will bite you both on the arse doing that. So so I, I had this kind of like wrestling match in my head. I knew she wasn't doing that, but still, a little voice inside me was going, "Well, is she doing that?" Um, I one hundred percent had an amazing time because of the people I was with and it was with a couple. So that made me feel rather than a single lady, I think because I was with a couple, it it made me feel super secure, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And they're the most, one of the most loving couples. They just absolutely adore each other. Um, And then, then I kind of like had this, this mini ego trip as well, because uh, the lady in question was, was really beautiful. Um, and and if I'd have seen her in a club, I'd have gone, no way is she in my league, you know? <laughs> You'd have been punching way above. I was punching way above. <laughs> I was pre- I think Good on you, mate. I think, it, I, think it was, I think it was solely because I've got a podcast. And that was it. <laughs> Listen, ride the coattails when you can. Yeah, exactly. That's just it. Look, you, you got to take the assets you have and work with them, baby. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too proud. I don't give a... But, but so... Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful for the experience, but the other thing as well was, I was so thankful to Mrs. N when I got back because of of the experience. Um, And that lifted my... I was in a a place at the time when I wasn't feeling too great. And I've shared again, I've shared... I share all all, all this on the podcast that... um, you know, I was going through that, that a phase of, am I am I really getting hard? Um, I'm watching all these other guys that are like super hard in the playroom, and, and um, I'm sure some of the little blue pills help. <laughs> you know, the Viagra. Um, but I was at that stage where I was like, am I getting hard enough? Am I getting hard long enough? And so when I when I actually did play with somebody else, that lifted my um, ego by about five or six steps mm-hmm. and the person that I've got to thank for that um apart from obviously the person the people that I played with was Mrs N because I was aware that the, the trust she'd put in me I knew what a huge huge step that was for her um and I came back down the corridor having had sex with somebody I came back down the corridor loving my wife about 50 billion fold more than than I did walking down the other way which I didn't think was possible I really didn't think that was possible and even now that's quite emotional to me because that's a really personal thing um and probably why I've not shared it on the podcast up until with you guys so yeah well thanks for sharing that what what was the so that happened Mm -hmm. and it was clearly an important thing I think for both of you yeah what was that conversation like afterwards when you got home, maybe the next day? I mean, that had to be a pretty involved conversation. The, the, it was right at the end of the night, I think, wasn't it, yeah. Mrs. Anne? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I got back and Mrs. N just almost burst into tears. <laughs> well, she did. 
and I was like, "Oh shit!" So it was like, "Oh gosh," that was, I would have, I would have felt crushed yeah. in that moment. Well, obviously, yeah, that's my, not really what you want to come back my, to. My is first, it? my first thing was like, "Shit!" Did, well, my first, I think my first question was, "Did did you expect me to?" And she was like, "No, no, no, no." She she was reassuring me immediately, even wiping the tears away. She was like, "No, no, no," because she felt she had released so much baggage. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was in a club of predominantly people who did full swap and, you know, uh, um, we, we have different nights at Liberty Elite. So there's sometimes there's a hot wife club where there's a lot of couples where just the wives play. But there's obviously a lot of nights where couples do full swap and, and everything else. So Mrs. N has constantly been in an environment where couples do full swap. And right. I didn't know up to that point just what enormous baggage Mrs. M was carrying around. Just what well, sets a tone, right? And maybe a potential expectation. Sure. Yeah. And, and so, so, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a really sort of good talk about it. And, um, it was it was a case. It was really. a very honest talk as well, which I think is important, yeah. isn't it? So it was completely honest, and you know, obviously. I did explain to Mr. N that, you know, the tears weren't because the fact that, you know, he'd gone off and played. Um, I mean, I was honest that I didn't want to be there to watch it because I don't think I was ready for that. Um, But it was more of a release thing. Um, And I think it it was important that we both, you know, said how it made us feel and, and, and literally went through it step by step. Closely followed by, and you won't be doing that every week. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. Don't get used to it, pal. It's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, but but one thing we we don't talk a lot about in in the hobby is the idea of emotional risk. Yeah. yeah. You know, in in that moment when you said to him, "Okay, go ahead." Mm-hmm. You had decided to a certain level that you were ready for that. Yeah. But so much of this hobby, things that we do, we call it stretching. You're stretching into a thing you've never done before, a situation you've never done before, a play you've never done before. And you, as much as you can talk about it ahead of time, imagine it, fantasize about it, etc., you really don't know how you're going to feel about no. it until it's over. Exactly. It's, it's so, so true. true. It's so true. And, and, and in, in my head at the time, this had been building up for a few weeks and there was a couple yeah. of times when we'd been at the club and, I, and I, I had that kind of feeling that, you know what, I think I would be okay. But then it was almost like, no, I'm not going to say anything just in case that's just a brief moment of me feeling all right. And then it's not going to feel okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't yeah. take it back. Once no, you've done once, that. It's, once it's right. done, you it's done. You don't want to put it out there until so you mean in it. In fairness, it, it, it took quite a few weeks for, of me constantly having that feeling of, do you know what? I really do think I'll be okay. And I did after, after I'd actually said to him, no, go, just go, go off. It's absolutely fine. I had to ask myself the question, are you really okay with this? Mm-hmm. Um, to which I, gladly I was able to answer, yeah, I am actually, I am actually okay with it. Um, and I, I can understand for you, Mr. N, why that was very difficult. Mm. I think in your shoes, if Mrs. Snow was encouraging me to go do something that I knew was difficult for her, mm. I... It's hard to do it. It's yeah. hard to yeah. do it. I, I, and I almost... Even if there is a beautiful woman on the other <laughs> side. 
<laughs> but I almost, I also, also as well. Make, that makes it easier, though. <laughs> I was aware that that Mrs. N wanted to to offload this this baggage, and um, well, I'd, I'd carried so much guilt, yeah, for years. So it was something we we had talked yeah. about. Um, you had kept part of it a little bit secret sometimes about how much yes it would build up yeah with you so it, it was a very difficult situation it was one of those where like i said you know i walked down the corridor and i, I wasn't a hundred percent sure um I th- and, I, and credit to the people that i that i w- was playing with um because they as this might sound absolutely ridiculous but they made me feel secure mm. You know, yeah. They, they, I, th- I think that was the other thing as well. The choice of, the choice of people. One hundred percent. Well, they were people you both knew. Yeah, they were yeah. people we knew, although not not very, not no. really well. But there were people we knew, and more importantly, people we totally trusted. Yeah, you, sure. You know, yeah. Um, throughout the whole thing, um, the the wife was almost holding her husband's hand. So, to me, that was you know the strong emotional thing. Um, between them and I was very much aware for, for the very first time I was almost the single guy involved in it um, and I was aware I was merely the sex toy mm-hmm. but because I you know I'd been in in that husband's role so many times before I knew exactly what my role was um, and, and it, it was just you know that, that sort of sex toy and then giving them time to reconnect immediately afterwards. So I I felt very comfortable in that position because I'd been in the other position for so many times. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a question for you guys. So this is what I'm interested in. So obviously you, you were already in, um, in the hobby and then, um, you got to the stage where you decided you were going to go and do the the podcast. And and I know we've talked about it before where being in the hobby gives you um, a level of confidence that you probably wouldn't have had before. How has doing the podcast um, affected that? Has it increased the confidence you guys have? Do you think in that that it's even in your normal day-to-day life? Has it has it sort of made a difference to you in your normal life as well as as you know interviewing people and? Um, I would say yes, it has definitely um, increased confidence and just um, you know just our knowledge, obviously. But I, we've just enjoyed the community part of it, um, and it's really given us an opportunity to. Um, get to know other people, but also just explore and have very open, non-judgmental conversations about things. Um, so it's funny, we went to this hotel takeover a couple weeks ago. And um, there's a, is it Telegram? Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's like a, a, a messaging app. It's a messaging oh, yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that here, yeah. yeah. That a lot of, a lot of people uh, used to kind of get to know each other and, and have some connections prior to going to these hotel parties, which I think is the way to go because sometimes it's a lot harder to connect when you're there. So to have those conversations and connections prior is good. And so we ended up taking, um, we had some conversations with some people um, and we made, uh, this is a, was a hotel themed and we're not really Halloween costume themed. people by any means. It was Halloween themed. Halloween yeah. themed. Yeah. Did I yeah. Say that? And so we, um, our little Halloween costumes, we had gotten these white baseball jerseys with red and black trim and we had 
ironed on Mr. and Mrs. Snow on our baseball jerseys. And we were also... I was six and he was nine. Yeah. <laughs> so we were subtle. Cheeky. Very subtle. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And, and so. And this was our first time ever, quote unquote, being Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Snow really? yeah, in any sort of a public way. Right. Because um, we'd not really done that. Um, and so we posted these um, pictures of our jerseys on Telegram and we're like, come say hi to us and all this stuff. And I'm walking down. And mind you, I'm in this white jersey pretty much open with a nice little red lacy bra and little red panties and you know just running around and uh, I think Mr. N's suddenly gone really really warm if you carry on if you, <laughs> if you, I, if you I, carry on I'll be taking Mr. my pants off <laughs> I'll send you pictures oh later this is pretty nice it was so it was so good <laughs> so I'm walking down the hall and all of a sudden I hear Mrs. Snow <laughs> And this this adorable woman just runs up to me, and she's also wearing something very red and lacy. And uh, she's like, "Mrs. Snow, I just love your podcast, and I love your voice is so sexy." And all which I have never in my life been told my voice is oh, sexy. Oh, you, well, you have an incredibly sexy voice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The the this. We would we would never have expected something like no. that. No, and so so you talk about confidence and kind of feeding a little bit of this this ego, if you will. Yeah. Um, it it was really was really touching. But I will say what was really really f- amazing about it is we had you know a handful. It wasn't a ton of people by any means, but a couple of people come and talk about how they love our podcast. We were very relatable and they really felt like they could relate to the things that we were talking about and saying. And, and honestly, and and we talked about this, like who's going to listen to us, right? Who who the hell gives anything about what we have to say? But when you have people come up to you and just genuinely say, we really just enjoy the conversations that you're having. We really um, relate to some of the things that you've experienced and some of the things that you're talking about. It really is just, it just gives you the warm and fuzzies, you know, it's it's very touching because, you know, we didn't, we started this because we're, we have fun and we enjoy talking and we just, you know, we enjoy bantering. And so to think that it's meaningful to other people is really just, it is. It's very touching, and it's it's very. It's not what we intended it to be per se. You, you well, are hugely popular it, over here. Yeah, I've got incredibly say, popular. You're hugely popular <laughs> over here. So you have international pulling power. <laughs> so I told but, him. I said, anytime we go to any event, we have to be Mr. and Mrs. Snow. Yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. The the, um, the the most kind compliment mm-hmm. that we have received from anyone, and we've gotten variations on this, is that. Your podcast has helped our communication. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, we have had people say, and, and this, I just cannot tell you how much I love this. We've had people say, we pause you a lot. Right. And what they mean by that is they're listening to whatever it is we're talking about and they hit the pause button and they talk to each yeah. other. Yeah. And and that is such an extraordinary win. Isn't yeah. that? Um, to be able to have have facilitated that for someone, yeah. even if it's even if it's two people, I don't care if if two hundred million people listen to us. I really don't care. The fact that those two people did and mm-hmm. it helped them yeah. was was shockingly meaningful to us. And I will also say 
when we first started this, you know, the podcast is kind of an internet thing, right? I mean, and, and the internet in general is a wildly toxic, mean place. I was very nervous because you, you know this, I mean, you guys do this. I mean, you're on episode, by the way, sidebar. I'm a little frustrated that we're episode 68 no. and not 69. Yes. But but Sorry. okay. So I, I noticed that when we started this. But anyway, the um uh you can the, be 68 and we'll owe you one. I'll take it. You can you can make good on that in February of 2024. But the uh I'll hold you to it. But um you are you, you put yourself out there yeah. and you you put it all out there for for whoever downloads it to see and you know reviews and things like that come in and i will say we have not had a single person be nasty no yeah. we've had no one be mean to us or say you guys are terrible um shockingly i i i did not expect that and frankly when we first started I, I had this sort of feeling that if we get a lot of negativity, we're just going to punch yeah. out because I, I can't, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. I think, I think when you put, anybody puts themselves out there, um, I think uh, on the internet, I think uh, people can spot fakes very easily. And mm-hmm. so I think, I don't think it's any accident that you haven't had a lot of negativity because your podcast comes across so genuine. Yeah. Um, and I think that is the reason. Yeah. Because people, people can relate to you because it's going to sound weird, but because you, you're normal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. In a weird way, but you are fooled. you are normal. I hate that word. I know, I, I know, I know, I know. But what you know, you can understand what I'm trying to get. Which is real. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. you're real. real. That's that's Re- the real. better Authentic. word. Authentic. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that is, and that's not always easy to do for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this: if 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 you meet us anywhere you'll find that we are exactly what we sound like. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like there's podcast. really no, like I don't, you're like Ron Steele. <laughs> I don't have, you, I don't have the bandwidth <laughs> to be somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, but I will say this when we were getting ready to go to this and we had these jerseys made up and everything, <laughs> Mrs. And we're in the, in the, our bedroom, ironing these letters on, you know, <laughs> right after the kids so, go to bed and the door's locked. You know, and, and everyone else is like, got these extraordinarily intricate and awesome Halloween costumes. And, we feel like we're half-assing it, but this is what we're doing. So she looks at me and she, she smiles and she gets this smile on her face. And she says to me, I have an alter ego. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, you do. Because Mrs. Snow is a vixen. And, and full on unmitigated vixen. <laughs> the best thing is for anybody listening to this, you don't have to have a podcast to have that alter ego. <laughs> You just you just need a jersey. Yeah. You need a jersey. The minute, the minute and, and anybody a, walks into a, a takeover hotel or, or a, a club or whatever, you can be other people. I think that's what one of the, the addictive things about the lifestyle or the naughty hobby. Yes, before you get told off. Uh, yeah, I have to get the jar well, out. And it's, and it's and it's truly it. It is not inauthentic. No, because you are still you. Yeah. You're just that part of you. Mm-hmm. Right. That doesn't come forward 
in Zoom meetings at work. Yeah. Right. And I, it's a, just a different part of you that you just don't get to explore very I know. often. Uh, I have a question for Mrs. Snow. And funnily enough, it was something that me and Mr. M were talking about. Was I think it was today or yesterday. It might have been yesterday. When you're kind of out and about just doing your normal like going shopping or whatever, do you ever get those times when a guy will look at you just a little bit longer than probably he should have done <laughs> and you think to yourself, do you know if you some- only knew. I know. <laughs> it's like, have you seen something? <laughs> so that's funny. Uh, I think about that sometimes with my voice more than my body because, well, we did have a, well, we had a, um, a Pornhub account and we were posting content there and we have since taken that down and there's a running conversation. There's a running joke. I don't think it's a joke really on the discord about hashtag free the thumb drive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because all this content still exists. It still exists. It's just not available. Right. So that's a running joke in our group. And so, so people that have listened to, the first couple episodes, I kind of, I, I mentioned, oh, watch our naughty videos, right? Which obviously people that are starting to hear it, they hear this, they get excited, they go, then they can't find it. And so apparently. It's a sore <laughs> subject, actually, yeah. for Snow a lot Milf of our listeners. Give it and Snowmilf take it away. And so, <laughs> and so I guess You're I haven't thought about it in the sense that they have seen me, but maybe more of that they've hear me. Yeah, I get that. Uh, maybe they're my voice or something. Yeah, because obviously um, my, although, my giggle gives me away quite a lot. Yeah. And I am I am a bit of a giggler anyway. And yeah, there yeah. are times when I've been giggling, maybe even at work. And then I suddenly thought to myself, oh, I should stop doing that just in case somebody recognizes it. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like it's a big enough, I mean, we're in a big enough country, if you will, yeah. that I, I don't know. The idea of someone like our neighbor listening versus someone across the country who I will never see yeah. or interact yeah. with. Um, so I haven't necessarily had that thought, but now now I'm going oh, to. Oh, sorry. And <laughs> if you now I'm just going to gonna shake my ass just a little bit Yay. more. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're most welcome. I had a funny conversation. Now that, uh, this is something that, that happened about um, a week or so ago. And it kind of relates back to me saying, you know, there's the confidence of, of being in the hobby and, and the podcast kind of um, filtered into your normal everyday life. And I was at work and my boss happened to say to me, I've noticed that you're a lot calmer than you used to be. You kind of just take things in your stride, you're very kind of relaxed and everything. And he says, I really want to know what the secret to it is. Oh no, you really don't. And it was one of it's those bu- moments it's when it's like, it's bukkake. I'm not sure I can do, I can actually divulge that, um, that information, but I just went, I don't really know. If I tell you, you're going to send me to exactly. HR. Well, and one thing I will say on that note is I have enjoyed watching how the hobby and to some extent the podcast has massively improved the confidence of Mrs. Snow. Mrs. Snow has had so much wonderful validation through this Mm -hmm. that I feel like women in general, I mean, it's true, I think also for men, but women have a tough time of it. I I think women are held to certain standards that are completely ridiculous and, and it's not uncommon to kind of have this feeling like, well, why would anybody look at me like that? Right. Absolutely. And, 
and this hobby has gone a long way. Well, and the discord as well, you know, and I, I think I made this statement in one of our last podcasts about even, you know, seven, eight months ago, you know, Mr. Snow would take a picture of me or whatever. And I would be like, "Ugh, burn it. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, Oh no, it's a terrible angle or who wants to see that, you know? And, and now I feel like the things that I will post, um, on the discord, like I would never have thought to post those mm. seven, eight months ago. Yeah. And now I just snap a photo and I don't think twice about it almost. And I just put it out there and, and just kind of the, the amount of love and support you get. And just, it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's an environment where you can be a real person. Absolutely. Yeah. You can be a normal, average, real person who may or may not have skipped the gym this morning. Well, right. With roles and, 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 and you can be who things. you are. And, and yeah. I, we talked about this here recently where um, the, the, the hobby is the hobby, the group of people they're celebrating you for you. They're not celebrating you for this particular shape or that particular shape. Yeah. They're celebrating you as a person. They, they, yeah. It's like they, they see deeper than just the outer shell. Don't they? Absolutely. Oh, I think one thing worrying about society as a whole, and I'm talking about the muggle world here as well, is you say something really important there that, you know, when, when you, you snap the photo and you, you don't care about the roles and things, I'm talking about myself when I do that. Yeah. Um, but in today's society, I mean, we've got camera uh, phones now. Uh, over here, over here in the UK, Google have just released a, a Google Pixel phone. And the, oh, I have a Pixel. Yeah. The, the main advertising and the main sales feature of the camera on this phone is that you can sort of circle around things that you want taken out the photo. Yeah. And and it is you can do this and you can you can put filters on it. What kind of message is that sending to our kids that you can yeah. you can perfect yeah. your alter ego online? You can you can make everything right. perfect. Sooner or later, that's going to bite us all as a society on the arse because life, you can't, you can't scrub things out of life. You can't perfect life. You can't get rid of the roles in life. Right. But, but we could do this on the internet and it kind of makes you wonder where we're headed as a society when, when mm. we're selling, you know, that you can perfect your, your online alter ego. Well, well we, I we think it our... just reinforces the, the, you know, the, the statement that Mr. Snow made earlier about like, it's this unattainable image, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and we can't be content um, or even comfortable in our own skin. We have to change it. Yeah. We have to put a filter yeah. on it. We have to erase this. We have to tweak this. Mm. We we had a at our hotel takeover. We did a group recording similar to the to the one that you guys did Ooh, that, where it was a bunch of swingers in a hotel room, one. <laughs> which is still one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> we we did almost almost exactly the same thing. And in that particular group, now one thing that was different in that particular group, um, we, we posted a sign on the, on the window of the hotel room that we're going to be recording live at 11 PM. And we didn't know if anybody would show mm -hmm. up. In fact, we, we kind of, I don't know, 1030 was rolling around and I was kind of starting to think, well, maybe we're not going to do this at all. And at, Right around 11 o'clock, uh, I looked out the door and there's all these people standing there. <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. And suddenly I had this massive amount of stage fright. 
Um, yeah, his pants still come off. <laughs> you know what? I'm a I'm a power through it kind of guy. So we uh, such a trooper. We, uh, okay, well, I guess we're doing this. So yeah. we invited. It had. It was probably. It was like twelve people. Yeah, twelve to fifteen people, yeah, something yeah. like that, that we had never met, we yeah. had not spoken to, we knew nothing about these people. We said, "Come on in," and everybody came in and piled onto the couch and wherever else they could find. And for around an hour, we had a phenomenal conversation yeah. that was fun. It was funny. It was very open. But it was very sincere. Very sincere. Yeah. With people we did not mm. know. Yeah. And I have never had an experience like that in any other community outside of this yeah. one. Yeah. I think I think that is what makes the 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 people that are in the hobby so special. Yeah. Because you can't get that anywhere else. And and that almost for me is a bigger draw mm-hmm. than than having sex with somebody. Yeah. It's funny, like, it, like, I go back to that, like, sex brought you in, but sex doesn't keep yes. you. Well, so, yeah. so sex sex has actually become my lowest hobby priority. Yeah, that, that's, that's so, you hear that so many times. Yeah. And I think um, one thing, as I say, obviously, we, we've been doing this now where our life has changed that now more people know about us than don't know about mm-hmm. us. And the awkward thing for us being in that position is that the very few that don't know, some of them are still good friends that 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 we just don't think probably, you know, would accept it kind of thing or, you know, we're not going to push it down people's throats unless they, they ask. If they ask, we'll, we'll tell them straight away. Um, but I think one thing that we've noticed is when we sometimes have conversations, we're now at this point where we so want to just say, you know, our experiences within the naughty hobby kind of help you in the, in the real world. Yeah. And, and, and there's been times, haven't there, with both sort of our Mrs. N's friends and with a couple of my friends where I wanted to say, you know what, we've experienced this and communication is the key here, <laughs> but you kind of can't tell them why you know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this, and, and I think Mr. N, maybe you've echoed this comment in your podcast, the the hobby has helped me appreciate diversity. Mm. Yeah. The hobby has helped me to have a better understanding of people that have or that are very different than me. I, I totally echo totally echo that. I sit here as a better person and I've heard you your podcast and I've heard you say it and I've sat there nodding my head um because there's been situations that I've been in within the hobby for instance sitting in a room full of tea girls where I would have sat there a few years ago doing that giggling like a schoolboy with immature <laughs> you know um humor um but having been in the hobby I've seen it and then gone wow what a safe place for for all these individuals to be able to go and mm-hmm. indulge in their their thing you know which uh, i think probably for tea girls sometimes it's more something that's part of them um it, it's almost it is, it is more of a lifestyle for them isn't it yeah it's, it's a 24 7 that although obviously 
with a lot of them, they can't do it 24-7. Well, right. Like I imagine there's more risk associated with them doing certain certain environments. Oh, yeah. We've had people where we've had T-girls use our our SOS, our reach out room. And, and, you know, um, where they've been threatened in, in... the real world kind of thing and it's just that shouldn't be happening in 2023 you know like you said we've evolved so much but still part of society just doesn't accept that there's people out there that don't feel comfortable sometimes in their own clothes or in their own bodies or, or whatever it is and for for people not to be able to accept that that's just that's it, it just shouldn't exist you know we should right. be educating in, in such a way i think as, as as a society that that there are people out there that, that don't feel comfortable in their own clothes or in, in their own and that's fine you know it's fine it doesn't make them any less or any any different from the rest of us i i feel incredibly grateful and almost honored that being part of this hobby has allowed me to get to know so many diverse people Hmm. that you wouldn't normally communicate with in day-to-day life. And I feel like my life is so much more enriched because I've met T-girls, because I've met transgender, because, you know, I've, I've, I've met. And, and it's it's in such a way as well that if you, for instance, had, 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 let's just say, for instance, we we were sitting amongst five or six T-girls in McDonald's, (laughs) you wouldn't be having the conversations with them or, or asking them the questions that we were able to ask in a swinging club. Yeah. Because it's such an open environment. And then in, like in the middle of it, somebody walks down into the room <laughs> with a book plug in. <laughs> it had a beautiful tail on the end of it. <laughs> and this guy just, just suddenly went, Oh, there's not much happening upstairs. A few blowjobs, and that's about it. And then, then the conversation went back to stockings and, and where you could buy stockings. And it's just this mad, surreal world where everyone's just open, and mm-hmm. it is addictive. And, and then you know, you go back into the real world, and, and you meet people that are so repressed. Yeah. Well, we we talked about that some in our our group session, and that it it is. You know, you hear sometimes a vanilla couple will say, hey, we tried a toy last night. <laughs> and, and you think to yourself, so, okay, I mean, and, and, and bravo. I mean, I, I support that completely. Yeah. So on the one hand, you're like, that's fantastic. How was it? And on the other hand, you're like, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it sometimes it takes those moments for me personally to go, to realize because it happened sort of uh, without us paying attention how far we have wandered off the middle yeah. of the yeah. world. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's funny when you're, you're hanging out with your friend, you know, your good friends that um, you know, your vanilla friends that don't know anything about this and you know, you're kind of drinking and having a good time and they're like, Oh, where's the craziest place you guys have had sex? And I'm like, I can't say it. I can't say it. I can't tell you that. I have to have a vanilla answer. So Mrs. Snow, the the thing you should reply with is, okay, your toy has batteries. Mine has a pulse. (laughs) (laughs) Or multiple pulses. Do you know, I have to share this with you. Do you know what she said before we went over to the, to the party? Um, I said to her, I said, hey, speaking of confidence, you know, and all these things, I said, hey, 
if you see somebody that you're interested in, I'll, I'll be, be I'll be your wingman. I'll I'll go over and, and say something. So graciously offering to be my wingman. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you. I'll help you out. Like you know, I'm on Team Mrs. Snow here, and and she looks at me, and she gets this smile on her face, and she says, "Honey, I don't need a wingman. I need an audience." <laughs> That's Mark. Mrs. Mrs. Snow, if you were here right now, I would be high fiving you. Oh, oh. I was so proud of her in that moment. I didn't know what to do with myself. He's created a monster. He calls me a brat. That's the thing, isn't it? But it's like, well, you've done this. But the weird thing is that that I'm sure, Mr. Snow, I'm sure you will echo this. We feel like we are married to like the ultimate woman because the the oh. sexual confidence oh so yeah. much and, and this is the thing and it's like you know people think it's like a like, like we've said before where you get the muggle world think think that, that perhaps one partner wants to go off and fuck other people but the thing is it's like no we're married to the ultimate woman oh absolutely i i when i it, it i have always been wildly attracted to my wife but through the hobby I have learned to know this woman who is confident and she is empowered and she is beautiful and she's kind and she is sexy and, and she is uninhibited. She is purely openly herself (laughs) and there's nothing more beautiful than that. Touche. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. Me and Mrs. Snow are sitting there going. I know. I'm just like I'm just sitting here, kind of beaming. You're giggling. I can hear you giggling. (laughs) But because you don't believe it, we could say it a million times. But I know, you know, the ladies never, never, never really believe it, and it's so true. We've talked about having just a podcast with me and another a friend of ours that we have a couple that we're pretty good friends with, and Mr. Snow really wants it just to have a conversation with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm like, Mrs. Mrs. N and I need to have a We did. I agree with that. That would be fantastic. Yeah. That would be so fun. I would definitely be sitting there with the tissues if you did that. <laughs> for, for which party? <laughs> uh, if we don't make eye contact, I'll sit next to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh, brilliant. Roll on February. That's oh. all I like. Oh, I know. So February is coming up, and uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna come out there. I'm pretty excited. And oh, if, if you guys came over, you oh, you would you be imagine? you'll be like V VIPs. Oh, v VIPs. Ooh. We'll get <laughs> V VIPs. Yes. Do you remember like David and Victoria Beckham? Forget their thrones. <laughs> And they got, they, when We've they got, got Mr. and Mrs. Snow. Forget, <laughs> oh my we, We'll get you like the best thrones there is. For, for Mr. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Snow. If we can get you two to Liberty Elite, honestly, the VIP bed has got your name on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. there's a bed. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll uh, we'll make sure our trip definitely goes over a Friday and a Saturday. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, and we're going to be probably so tired on Sunday. So. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. All we need now is either Spotify or iTunes to just sanction a, a four-way show for us all like, permanently. <gasps> oh, Ooh. my God. How amazing would that be? Because they do these, like, these crossover shows. All the time. That would be a lot like, of fun. Like, you know, 
they do wife swap and all those kind of things, don't they? And we do, we, we could do this like swingers swap kind of thing where we all get together and <laughs> it's pod swap. Yeah. <gasps> this is good. I'm loving it. You guys are so cool. You are. You are amazing. And it's just, I'm so glad that we've managed to get you. We've been able to coordinate. So we've been able to get you guys on our podcast. Yeah. Um, because we appreciate the we invite. Know, yeah, thank you so much. We know we have this a lot is, of followers. Uh, this is a big deal for us. Love you guys. So they they're going to be stoked when they realise that this week's podcast has got you two on it. So I'd just like to say to our listeners, Mr. and Mrs. Snow are in our Discord room. They're in there a lot. You can yes. you can chat to them. So get on our Discord. Listen to their podcast. If you don't listen to their podcast, you are missing just the best thing. <laughs> it's called Scheduling Sin, but with Snow Milf. And you're yep. on iTunes and Spotify, aren't you? Yeah, yep. but they're the big ones over here. So iTunes, Spotify, you've got to listen to them. They are filthy and just fantastic. So, <laughs> so guys, just as a question, because if we've, we've got um, listeners that would like to maybe ask you questions or send you a message, is there a particular um, avenue that they can they can message you on? Yeah, there's there's two different ways. So. Um, email always works. It's uh, snowmilf, S-N-O-M-I-L-F at yahoo.com. Or we have a Discord server as well. Excellent. Um, and the link to that is in the show notes of our podcast too. But people are welcome to reach out to us in our Discord or mm-hmm. yours. We're happy to talk to people. Why are we in your Discord? We're, 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 oh, we're, we're okay. joining. Yeah. Hang on a minute. What's going on? I'm my phone. I didn't even... <laughs> Well, I tell you what, when Tina Von Teese joined our Discord, you should have, Mr. Snow came home like an excited schoolgirl. He was like, guess who's in our Discord? Who's in our Discord? Okay, he was so, so excited. He was right, like, so, he was like smitten with just, 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 just fan, you know, like a fangirl. I don't know whether she's put them on there, but I have to do a shout out to Tina because she, she did a, um, a Halloween photo shoot and she's, Oh, she, she did. Oh, she did. She we shared those photos. They oh, were did you see? I was going to say, if she hadn't shown you, you need to see them because they are phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. They are fantastic. Yeah. No, she, I was very excited. And, and honestly, the only reason I haven't invited you to is I'm, I'm kind of shy. <laughs> 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 yeah, Pinocchio. Yeah, but that's sort of true. <laughs> you guys are a big deal. This is this is this is really a big deal because honestly, your podcast has been very influential for us. Yes, and so to be honored to be here with you guys for us is a that's a really big no, deal. Honestly, yeah. we we honestly, honestly feel we've got kindred spirits with you too. Yeah, totally, we really do. Just promises that that we'll do more of these yes. and share as we carry on along the journey both of us as, as couples that we share more more sort of uh, experiences together and and just carry on doing this because this is what life is all about yeah oh we'll do this anytime you want awesome yeah and so i'll definitely keep you posted about february Good. and uh you know if we come over there then the next next trip is you guys have to come over here oh, I- <sighs> i'm just i'm, just, I'm there I'm, I'm just having a little moment <laughs> <sighs> If we just leave food out, the kids will be okay. Yeah. They? I mean, like, fine. Like, what's yeah, the worst that could happen? Fine. Like, if we just leave granola bars all over the house, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's, it's, we'll tell them it's an Easter egg hunt for like four days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you know this is really, really weird and a little bit spooky? Um, I have a reoccurring dream um, that my family uh, are going to America, and I've been having this dream for 
months and months and months. I haven't had it for quite a while. And then last night I had the dream again. Was I wearing pants? Wow. Yeah. Was I wearing pants? And I'm wondering whether I'm having a bit of a premonition. (laughs) Could be. That 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 is the dream that's saying that we are going to go and and visit Mr. and Mrs. Snow. Well, they, we would love how that. How awesome we would, would that be? I just so you know, so I think fun. the TSA does want you to wear pants. Wait a minute. Did you just say I want him to wear pants? No, I said I think the TSA <laughs> wants him to wear pants. Well, yeah, but they're no fun. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get okay, it. We, need to, we need to liven them up a little bit. <laughs> oh, clearly. Just get past those folks, and then we'll take we'll have a no pants party for as long That's as you want. So cool! I can wear my kilt. I've got a kilt now. Oh, there you, you go. You know, I've been thinking about getting a kilt. Oh, oh my god! Don't gosh. encourage him. He absolutely and you have to it. wear it. You have to wear it. Correctly. Oh, I did. I did. He did. Yes. I. You just want your balls to. Yeah. Be I, I can assure you, there is nothing much more fun. So. It was a fancy dress. It was we, we have Roxy, of course, that you know on our show, and Roxy Roxy yeah. was holding a Rocktober party, so I was a little bit worried that a lot of people were going as Rocky Horror, you know. Oh, so right, sure. I was like, mm, I'm not going to do that. So I went as Axel Rose, bought myself a kilt. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah I went as Axel Rose. Is there a picture of you on Discord in the kilt? If you go walk into a swingers club in a kilt everybody's going to feel your balls. <laughs> Do you know what the funniest thing was is, even though he was dressed as Axel Rose with the long wig and everything else, God, was he horny that night. I was I was literally, I could not get my hands off of him. I said, you have got to wear this kilt more often. Yeah. <laughs> thing, I've, I've, I've not got Axel Rose's physique. So I was Axel Rose in the 90s, probably late 20s, you know, the burger years. <laughs> The the burger, burger, Axel Rose in the burger years. That was definitely me. Well, obviously, Mrs. N prefers the burger yeah, years. Oh, I do. I do. You've got to have something to hold on to, haven't you? I agree. I agree. Amen. Oh, bless you guys. I can't thank you enough for coming We're on. We're aware of how much time we've taken up. Yeah. And I know you've got to normal things to do. Thank you so much for today. We just it, It's just so amazing. It to has. Actually... It, it's meant the world to us. It really has. Well, thank you. We we love talking to you guys and it's always, we do, we feel very um, just honored and just excited to be a part of your podcast. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And we should definitely, definitely see you again on the podcast. Definitely, definitely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to February. Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> so is Mr. Yes. Snow. <laughs> Now I have to go kilt shopping. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. That's it. That's when you, you come over in February, you have to be wearing the kilt, and I'll make sure Mr. N's got his on as well when when you're meeting each other. That's awesome. I we like can it. Do that. We can do that. And then and then Mr. And then myself and Mrs. Snow can actually test to make sure you are wearing them correctly. I yes. need, and I will give you permission, Mrs. N. You can you. you can feel Mr. Snow's loss. I need I need the tissues again. Now. I love that. I love consent by association. <laughs> <laughs> well, well thanks guys we appreciate you it take care have a wonderful day yeah and uh, and we'll speak again really really soon absolutely take care, guys bye, bye. bye.